awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, Lapito. You got anything else? Boggs, Mayor, Phone Man, you dick. The Ginger Bear. It looks like a Speedo, but your penis is hanging out and it keeps your balls up high. And the Pivot Man. Fucking dandelions popped right up overnight. I'm like, you fuckers! You fuckers! They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. After a little bit of a delayed process, we now got this ball rolling. Um, maybe sometime this evening we will be graced with the presence of Kirk Huffman, lead singer of the band you just heard, KK, and his weathered underground. Um, and we're going to discuss his new project. That's if he can figure out his Skype troubles, because um, Skype can be an asshole like that. It's a good endorsement for Skype. Um, but if not... I guess we can ramble nonsense like we always fucking do, except that there'll be the entire episode. <laughs> you never know. Well, the good thing is it'll probably be a short episode. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a learning curve for us. It'll be an hour and a half <laughs> long one this time. Yeah, we um, we have nothing, so Boggs has taken over the show. I'm going to go drink a beer now. Yep, and it's pretty much, he's not even going to do anything. He's just going to play the guitar. So have so fun with may that. do a full set. <laughs> I've got enough for a full and, set. Uh, we go back and do some classics. It, it'll be some good, uh, good practice for you. You know, play that new because yeah, you're complaining about your fingers hurting the other day. So play that it's new true. song that you're working on, the one where you stop every five seconds and yell "fuck." <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> That's a good one. That's the one I'm working on, so I'm not gonna play that one. Uh, <laughs> don't want anybody stealing that. Just uh, also a question: Are either of you hot as balls in here? Because I am literally sweating. I'm all always yeah. hot. Well, it's, it's humid. That's it's the problem. It's so fucking humid in Texas, man. Like the temperature really doesn't matter because it all fucking sticks to you and it makes it to where your pores can't breathe and your skin's just saying you're fucking hot, goddammit. Well, meanwhile the temperature's fine. I was gonna say it's been looking like it's gonna rain for the last two days and we had like a little sprinkle and then now it's just humid as fuck outside. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. messing up my fro, man. <laughs> I'm a big your, fan your of Your hair it. is getting all frizzy. It's fucking nappy. Mm. Fuck. Oh, wait, that's not, that's not where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Let's do some improv tonight. Michael. Nope. Sitting there with some glasses. Maybe taking some pictures of his penis. I know that didn't rhyme, but I don't care. Not right now. I'll do that when I get home tonight. He's going to send him to Kristen across the seas to Africa. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why Kirk is having Skype trouble. You probably listened to the podcast and said, fuck those guys. <laughs> I was going to say. They're fucking retarded. <laughs> he didn't have Skype trouble. He just fucking finally listened to the show. <laughs> He's like, Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck did I sign nah, on for? I, I, I doubt it. He's a pretty solid dude. I think he'd let me know if he didn't want to be on the show. But he seems like he actually does want to be on the show. He's just having some trouble. Stuff. See, that's the mistake he made because you've been conversing with him back and forth, so he's had time to listen to it. When I when I when I got my interview, <laughs> you got him with, early. 
Yeah, when I gave them the Dollar Arts, we had like no shows out yet, hardly. So they didn't really, you know, it was one of those like a week before they're on tour, they didn't have time to listen to it and say, no thanks. We yeah. got way too much material out there now. That is what it is. So has anything happened good for you this week there, Boggs? Anything good? Yeah, man. I mean, we did... Uh, Talk about bad stuff all the time. We worked on a song. I know, but he won't yeah, play... Yeah, Eric f- contributed to some lyrics in my band. But yeah. you but you won't play the fuck song right now. Because this it's, is honestly, a, it's I not can't. the fuck song. Well, that that's too. what I'm calling that it. That, and he's probably worried about the vocals. They're pretty high, yeah. The vocals are pretty harsh. Oh, dude. I got to I got to really extend however however fucking high I wanted because it's a recording project. Give us a, a little bit project. of it. Just give a little taste to the listener. <laughs> Come on, man. You can give like 10 or 15 seconds. I'm sorry. I threw it out there. Okay, so actually I need to tell the story to this song because it's actually pretty fucking hilarious. So we, sh- we show up and we're like, dude, let's write a song about a bar fight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting around gotcha, and we're like... Gotcha. This is the the verse, right? And we're like, with the exception of Eric, none of us have really been in a bar fight. So we're like, not really sure what the fuck to say. Oh, right? too bad I wasn't there. <laughs> I have a couple bar fight stories. So we're like, okay, fine, fuck it. We can't write about a bar fight. It's not going to work out. And this song is kind of a creepy song. When you when you hear it, you'll, you'll understand why. There's like a lot of like really strange chords in it. So we're like, it's kind of ominous and dark. Let's, write, let's make it about rape. Well, the that, problem with that, that was, was all Boggs' idea, by the way. Imagine that. The problem with that was none of us have ever raped anyone, and none of us have been raped, so it was also kind of hard to relate lyrically. Yeah, no frame of reference. So we were like, you know, put my penis in your vagina, and you don't really want it. <laughs> what the fuck? Surprise! <laughs> so those are not lyrics that we wrote, by the way. Oh, well, I'm figuring that. So we're like, that that <laughs> song sucks. So we decided to write about stuff that we all know about. Getting Why cheated on. Why does my asshole yeah. hurt this morning? Was it so like that? we wrote it? No, we wrote it about a guy that is uh, imagining and like thinking to himself if his significant other is cheating on him. So that gives you a frame of reference when I start singing this. Let me get it in key again. Hmm. Where are your keys? Where have you been? It's too hard to believe you. Well, do you think you deserve to be forgiven? Did you think I would shrug my shoulders and let you walk away? Trust me. your course i was gonna say i love how he's like oh, i'm not gonna do any of it and he does half the fucking song <laughs> so yeah, awesome. just this one fucking stanza that's good man <laughs> uh, although you i like didn't that? i didn't hear anything about rape in there no it's not about rape god damn it that's he didn't he, he didn't fucking listen to it by the way part the, the, the part of the song that i contributed I to was rape. the whoa that was it <laughs> that's not true it's like dude, the line let's do before the whoa. The line before the woes <laughs> was yours. I still don't get the bar fight part That's of that either. It's not about a bar fight. That was the point. We couldn't fucking come up with words for a bar fight, so we had to change it. To rape, and that doesn't sound anything like rape <sighs> either. 
You're such a fucking troll. <laughs> a rape after a bar fight. I just beat your ass. Now I'm going to rape <laughs> you. And then you find out that your wife is cheating on you. So you cry. Yeah. Is that where it ends? As you're in the the fucking shower in the fetal position, scrubbing, you know. It's then she walks in. Balls in oh, this by the way, asshole. I just fucked your best friend. Oh, God. Then that's when you just fucking. Why did you have to throw in the best friend the part? We never really said that. <laughs> that dude it's like the war I mean think about it that's even worse like the dude's already he just got anally raped after he got his ass beat in a bar fight and, and then he finds out his wife's cheating on him with his best friend that's a bad day that's a that's real a kick day. in the fucking balls it's a pretty bad day I would not like that day yeah so if that ever Me happened either. to anybody out there we're real sorry for you <laughs> no shit anyway so yeah we wrote a song together that was good the rest of the week sucked mm. wow yeah. this show was such a downer man we are a downer, aren't we? We're we're Debbie Downers in this little collective. That's why I said. That's why I asked positive stuff, and then Eric's like, "What? Anything good happened to you?" It's like, "Come on, man! Some good's got to happen to one of us occasionally." I don't have any good stories to tell this <laughs> week. But <laughs> that's why I asked Boggs. I figured Boggs would pull us out of the doldrums, but fuck it. I'll put you right back in with the song about getting cheated on. <clears throat> yeah. I was talking to my dad about that because my dad plays a lot of guitar too and I was like yeah we wrote it about uh, getting cheated on or whatever and he's like huh is there a dog involved with all this and I was like what the fuck are you talking about no and he's like oh I thought it was a country song so oh, yeah. he kind of slapped me in the face a little bit yeah like so after she comes in tells him that she's banging his best friend she goes oh and I ran over your fucking dog this morning too so suck on that <laughs> just more yeah. salt in the wound okay I, I feel like I need to give like a, a kind of a funny story just to kind of lift the mood here God, you guys do. are going down a dark path. So early this week, I was hanging out at my best friend's house, and he's got a, a son that's a little bit over three, and then he's got a uh, brand-new baby daughter. And uh, at first, his son was really cool and you know just didn't care and was whatever, but now the son's starting to get jealous of the baby and starting to want more attention and stuff. So I'm over at his house, and the entire time his kid's like, Hey, Eric, watch this. Hey, Eric. Watch this, you know, just constantly, constantly berating me, you know, for attention. And then towards the end of the night, all of a sudden his tummy starts hurting mm-hmm. and he feels like he's going to throw up, but he never does. Um, and he keeps on talking about it. And we're all kind of under the impression that he's just faking it just to get attention. Um, so, <laughs> so, of course, I pull out the one liner. I'm like, hey, um, if you're not feeling good, I guess we need to make a doctor's appointment, right? He's like. I think I'm feeling a little better. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking kids, man. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you're feeling bad, you're going to have to go to bed early. And he's like, I think I'm better now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we used to pull on the hilarious. It's like the deception is there. Like he's trying to be deception, but the delivery just not quite there yet. He'll get there eventually, though. (laughs) Well, at least he's pulling the my tummy hurts routine you didn't like walk in on him trying to put a pillow over the baby's head or something <laughs> i mean it's only to that level yeah hey look at me yeah not like uh the good son kind of <laughs> fucking jealousy oh shit <laughs> Daddy, you ever seen that movie when are we nope. getting a pool? the good son it's about uh i don't know if is he jealous or is he just like a fucking twisted kid yeah, I'm going to say more twisted but it's this kid that just does these demented things and tries to get people killed and does mm. all this crazy shit. It's pretty bitching. Sounds yeah. like a pretty good guy. And the remake of it, uh, I think it was uh, starring Macaulay Culkin. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. See the Home funny. Alone kid fucking trying to kill people. 
That's <laughs> kind of apropos given his <laughs> his track record. Oh, really? Is he tried to kill people in real life, Boggs? He hit somebody in the face with, with a can of paint. Mm-hmm. Some, that, I think yeah, that, that's I, trying to kill them, all right. I think that was home that, alone That's my first about. weapon of choice, and I'm like, you know what? I want to kill a motherfucker. Let me grab this can of paint. I, think I he, mean, he basically, like, Are you making a Home people? Alone reference? Is that what you're fucking trying yes. to do? You yes, jackass? he is. <laughs> it just fucking clicked for me. You guys are stupid. <laughs> I, motherfucker, Dude, I just You know said how that. long it's been since I've seen that fucking movie? And I only saw it once because even as a kid, I said, this is retarded. Mm-hmm. And didn't want to see it again. Yep. That's that's pathetic, Eric. And then, like, the <laughs> sequel came out. My younger brother's like, let's go again. And I'm like, oh, no. Fucking Home Alone. No. I'm going to pass. 20-year-old reference. <gasps> it is. Isn't he dead? Is he dead yet? It's kind of the same no, thing I went through dead. with uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when those came out. Jeez. Like, everybody in my class thought that that was the shit. And I'm like, this is gay. Well, was it actually gay? Like, it was homosexual gay? Dude, it's a whole bunch of dudes wearing fucking tights and going around like and you can't be into that uh, well i'm not gay so no okay just just making sure that we're all clear about what the word gay means here listen to him this is why we can't have nice things (laughs) 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 what are you talking about we got plenty of nice things i I had i was gonna say between all of us because we've all slipped and said things that we shouldn't have said on this show before not me Oh, you fucking have. I There's think no doubt about if it. If anybody's been through a couple episodes, I think they understand that we're not exactly politically correct. Nah. We love the gays. I mean, some of us more than others. Box. But, <laughs> hey, man, we're all about it. Fucking rainbow power, bitch. I'm all about it. There's yeah. Some, I mean, I, I went to, to the, this. the gay pride parade in Fort Worth. Not to dwell so. on this, but my glasses are beginning to fog up in the corners. He, yeah, Dude, I know, I, you're getting all excited over there. It's cool. Talking about it's gay just stuff. So hot. I'm. S- it's not hot. It's fucking humid. How many times we got to go over this? It's not that bad in here. I feel pretty hot. It's not that bad in here. I just want to uh, say I feel pretty hot. Our makeshift studio is comfortable. What was I doing earlier that you liked, Michael? I, the, you're the fuck song. The fuck song. I don't know what it was. It's just arpeggios. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> I just looked how every five seconds you make. Fuck! I made it a whole rotation. Fuck yes. See, we put him under the pressure, and he fucking did it. So, did anybody hear Obama's little speech this week? Nope. Yeah, I was kind of wanting to talk about that a little bit. Um, I know you didn't hear about it. To me, it was really kind of a two-faced kind of speech. Yeah, he's like he was trying really hard to like convey a message that we need to kind of stop the rhetoric of the war on terror kind of thing. And we need to concentrate our efforts to people that are actually trying to go after us, not like fucking Afghanistan or uh, Iraq and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but then he goes around and he's like trying to justify drone strikes against Americans overseas and little things like that. And it's like, well, he did make a little bit of a good reference. He said, you know, it's the same premise of, but then again, this it's, it's all like speculative because they haven't been put on trial. Mm -hmm. So his, his analogy was like, if a guy is holding somebody hostage, they're going to use a sniper to take them out if they have no other options. Right. So that was his like way of saying that that's why they drone striked those American citizens was because um, they knew that they were involved in terrorist groups. They knew that they were acting towards hurting Americans. 
So they couldn't get them, so they went ahead and drone striked them. Hmm. And that's why they didn't like give them a trial and everything else that American citizens deserve. But the the big factor and the kind of the thing that he kind of missed the point on was when a guy has hostages and you have to take him out with a sniper, that's a reaction to something that's already happening. Exactly. They're reacting to something that they assume is going to happen. Yeah, based completely on Not only that, but it is not accurate whatsoever. One of the gentlemen, I cannot remember his name, but they actually killed his 16-year-old son it was at, mistakenly um, thinking it was him. Yeah, I'm not, I can't. They I'm drone not, striked him. He was sitting outside of a cafe, and they drone striked him. 16-year-old boy. The thing about that is, too, is, they, they, and they will not acknowledge it or apologize for it. They made so they the, can go fuck themselves with their little, oh, let's let's slow down on a rhetoric on war and terror. Well, they made, go it, fuck yourself. they made it sound like they hit his son with him, but that's not the case. No, it they was did a not. completely it was separate. separate strike. That was the guy. I, I'm, I, I'm not even going to try and say his name. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but yeah, he's we're the going guy. off the cuff if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be. This is going to be but fact you can definitely look up you can definitely look up these facts and that it is a real thing and it actually did happen. He was that guy from uh, Colorado originally. Yeah. And then he had mm-hmm. moved over there and he was putting up all the YouTube videos that a lot of these guys that are trying to commit acts now, they always reference this guy in particular when they said that, you know, he was kind of the one that helped convert them. So, I don't know, they use that as justification, which is bullshit. I mean, that's one thing Obama Obama's been really Bush light when it comes to some of this terrorism shit. Don't <laughs> the only thing I could I like that term. The only thing I could say that was it's not Bush. That it's I, Bush light. Uh, I mean he. I mean it's like some things he's kind of corrected that Bush was doing. When you want that cool, refreshing war on terror, yeah. Without reach all, for a cold Bush light. With all the out all the extra sugar and caffeine. It's <laughs> it's it's sort of that. What the good thing he's done is like he's really they ratcheted back all the fucking the torture that we we're doing. But I mean, other than that, I think he's pretty much been on par with Bush. I mean, the drone attacks have been way up. And Another thing I did think that him. was sort of good about the speech was at one point there was a woman that stood up and just started spouting shit. I couldn't even hear her over the over the radio. Um, I th- I just heard like Gitmo and some other things and whatever whatever, um, but he kind of just let the lady rant for a second, and they didn't like pick her up and drag her away or anything like that. No, they did eventually. Um, <laughs> did they eventually? Yeah. I didn't see it on TV, but they actually he let her go for a while and they really didn't do anything about it. I don't know if that was a mistake or what, but I did think that that was kind of nice. And he did say something about you know it is free speech. I'm giving you the time to speak. Let me speak, which is kind of also. It's like, dude, you've already been talking for half an hour, and she's talked for like five hey seconds. Hey, man, he's president. <laughs> I get that, but I think he's talking about you know Gitmo and all that stuff and trying to close it down and how Congress is kind of you know stopping him dead in his tracks, mm-hmm. which is true. But I mean, really, we just need to fucking close that motherfucker. Yeah, prison. but he can't. He can't do it without and Congress approval. He also it, did make a really good point about how um, how's it going to look in the history books when we have a prison that's not even on our soil, and we are detaining people that have not been put on trial or accused or uh, haven't been uh, accused or not accused. What the fuck is convicted? Convicted of anything? Thank you. <laughs> but how's that really going to look in the history books? 
It's going to make us look like pieces of shit. It'll make us look like... And um, I'm not saying we need to save face. I'm saying we need to do the right thing. It'll make us look like the founding fathers look when we go back and see that they all own slaves. It'll be kind of on par with that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of similar. I mean, it's... And then, like, that, they go on hunger strikes and we force feed them and all that's, that other shit. That's what that lady had jumped up and said. She was with an organization called Code Pink and they're, real, they're a human rights group and... um. And that's what she was bringing up was the whole human rights aspect of Gitmo and how, you know, it basically is an unconstitutional thing. The one thing he brought up that I thought was interesting when he was talking about moving them into like these super prisons that we have over here. You know, he brought up the thing like, oh, you know, we've never had any escapes from these prisons, these supermax prisons. We can hold them here, but the Congress won't let them. He goes, you know, there's also other countries that we're friends with that would take these people on, too. It's like, yeah. That we were sending some of those places too. It's other places that will torture them and keep them, you know, in prison without due process too. It's not much difference. It's like, well, I mean, I guess you can do that. The only reason why they're scared to bring them here is because most of them they don't really have evidence to convict them against. I mean, a lot of it is speculative, just like those drone strikes. It's like, well, we think he might do something in the future because he has ties to this organization, but he hasn't done anything yet. So that's kind of what it comes down to. A lot of these congressmen don't want to bring them over here. They, I mean, they don't want to take them on and put them in their states, and then they know that they probably couldn't convict them anyway. So they're afraid that they're just going to be let, you know, let go anyway. So I don't know. I mean, I, I see the argument, but it does set a, it sets a terrible precedent. The one good thing I saw that came out of that as well, I don't know if you noticed, is, you know, when um, – they basically gave Bush war powers to do whatever he wanted, you know, after 9-11, the Congress did. And he said that he wanted Congress to go back and remove those war powers from him. He's basically saying, I don't want this. He goes, because any administration come in and just do whatever the hell they want. And that's how he's got away with a lot of the shit he's done. So he basically told Congress, you know, like challenge them to take away the war powers or rescind that War Powers Act. I don't know what the official title was. Like I said, we're going off the cuff tonight, so... Just trust me, people. Yeah. I know you got something to add over there, Boggs. You're not saying anything. You no, know, this wasn't my segment. I'll let Eric do his rant. He was going pretty hard. Look, bitch, I ain't, did. This ain't a fucking No, he's on his phone. No, I was going to say, please. Breaking Kirk. the phone rule. Oh, God, Kirk, please. Fix it's got to be Kirk related. I'm not breaking the phone rule. I'm talking to fucking Kirk. Dude, I'm getting fucking. Damn it. I'm getting sweaty now. Are you talking now. to I'm fucking Kirk? Or are you we're emailing about. back and forth. Oh. <laughs> Can you just say talking about first before you say fucking Kirk? Oh. So anyway, on my Bible stump... Um, <laughs> Damn it. You get... Boggs is always the one that breaks it. Of course I am. I'm going to break the silence. Uh, Everybody I on have, the computer uh, was like, what the fuck happened? I know. I, know. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I don't actually have a Bible verse. I have more of the Facebook bullshit that I hear all the fucking time. Oh, my God. But it, uh, this is a good I one. I can probably help you out with some of this. This is a good one. This is a good moral dilemma for people. Ooh. Uh, homeschooling. Yeah. Is it okay to homeschool your child strictly on scientific fact that you think uh, came out of the Bible? Like, for instance, the earth is 6,000 years old. No. Why not? Because it's incorrect. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Why? Because you're breeding a person that cannot function in society properly because they do not understand how the world around them works correctly. What if they... Or I shouldn't say correctly. The best possible explanation that we have at the point. Yeah, but... Uh, is there a legality that they're breaking doing that? Technically, no. Okay, so let's let them all do that, right? But I do consider it a form of child abuse. 
Why is it child abuse? I consider it a form of child abuse because you are hindering them from understanding. And then you are also brainwashing at that point. Mm -hmm. Well, there's an atheist group that felt the same way that you did, and they protested that. And I believe they're planning on protesting at some Christian convention. I can't remember. Uh, I think it's in Houston. Yeah. could be wrong on that. Don't quote me. But anyway, I saw a post that one of my friends had posted that uh, said it was like a like he's like, I don't really post a lot of this stuff, but uh, I'm really upset about this. So like, here's my yeah, thing. If know. if you are a grown adult and you decide to believe in an imaginary friend because that makes you feel better, go for it. I don't give a fuck. But the problems that I have is when you take a little kid that does not understand anything outside of what you say then that's when I have a problem because they are seriously just a mold of clay that you can just make into whatever you want. Sometimes it doesn't always come out the way you want it whenever they come out of the kiln, but for the most part, you can shape them the way you want. And that's why it religion is specific to where you're born for the most part. There are people that break the mold, absolutely. Um, even break the mold with religion, like they grew up... Uh, over in the Middle East and they become a Christian or vice versa. They grow up a Christian, they become Muslim or whatever. So that is possible. But for the most part, most people that grow up in a kind of spiritual household, they stick to some kind of spiritual paradigm, whether it be Hindu, Muslim, Christian, whatever. They, they stick to some kind of spirituality and they don't really break or falter. There's a small select few that do, but for the most part, they don't. And that's because they've been brainwashed and programmed to think that way. So they can't even fathom. It doesn't even come into their consciousness that there is a possibility that there's nothing out there. It doesn't even come into their thought process because they've been told otherwise for their entire life. And that is brainwashing. So I guess at this point, the problem that I really have with this, because I don't really care if you train, uh, if you're a Christian and you're telling your kids to be Christian, go for it. It's your right to do so. No, I, I disagree. If you, the problem that I have with the homeschooling thing is they don't know how to think when they get out of homeschooling because they're not taught how to think. Oh, yeah. And it's not <laughs> a really good. You think critical thinking is going to be part of that no, curriculum? No, because typically when you have a problem, <laughs> seriously, this is the problem that I have. When, you have. when you're faced with a problem in real life, what do they all say to do? Pray. Pray, right? I've had people tell, like, uh, actually, it was Portia. Remember Portia? <laughs> she was trying to go to Africa, yeah. and the bank held up her money for a long time, like way longer than they should have, and she didn't have a ticket in her hand to go on the trip, right? Mm -hmm. So her mom was like, just pray, honey. Just pray about it. <laughs> just keep praying and praying and praying, and eventually it'll solve itself. I'm like, so you want her to not follow up with the bank and see if they have her ticket. Or do anything about it at all except for a prey? That's the, that's your solution. This is this is an issue that's like very simple and it's logistics. It's like, hey, where's my money? If you have my money, where's my ticket? Just do footwork. That's all you have to do. This is God does not give a flying fuck if you get on the fucking plane and go to fucking Africa. Oh, I love prayer. It always solves all our problems. It's like after that tornado in Oklahoma this past week. You know, you see all the shit, like you said, Facebook, Twitter, fucking, oh, prayer, send our prayers to Oklahoma. I saw, like, Ricky Gervais and a couple other people, you know, they'd post their shitty comments. And he said, oh, he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, oh, I fucked up. I didn't send my prayers. I just sent, you know, money to help him out. Right. My bad. I guess I'm a terrible fucking human. It's like, 
I don't know if anybody follows us on the Facebook and stuff. You saw the post I put on there. It's kind of funny, that whole thing with on CNN where Wolf Blitzer's talking to that girl, and he kept asking oh, her. Oh, that know, was you, awesome. You want to thank God? You thank God for your life? Uh, no, asshole. I'm an atheist. Yeah. So you always said, yeah, let's thank God for, um, oh, I don't know, the tornadoes that destroyed our neighborhood and killed some of the kids in it. And, you know, yeah, thanks, God. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Let's thank the person who could stop this. Oh, I put the save the kitties. Yeah, I put the follow up on there. It's pretty cool. Like the one of those uh, humanist organizations saw that clip and then they put together a fund and they've raised like over fifty thousand dollars just for just that for, woman. Yeah, <laughs> just because of that. Is I mean, she a single mom? I don't know. I don't know all the background on her, but I just I thought that was really cool. That, that would suck. That. She's a single mom who loses her home. That would suck ass. Well, it's terrible. They're just raising money for. Her. I mean, she really needs their prayers. But yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Fucking dicks. Yeah. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Yeah, I was going to say the homeschool thing. I'm really curious, like, what the percentage of people who do homeschooling are, are like, Christians that do that. They pull a their lot kids of them, out because a of A lot that. of them, they don't like the public school system. They don't like that yeah. it's governmentally run because they, they've been told that the government sucks. They teach evolution. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, do you ever see the documentary Jesus Camp? Yes, I do. Well, they're, like, uh, <laughs> I remember a handful of those kids were all being homeschooled. I mean, they're all, yeah, like, mega religious. And see, I don't, see, this is the thing. Unlike Eric, I can live and let live. I don't really give a shit if you're Christian or not. I don't really care. What I do care about, though, is that you know how to think and that you understand that what you do believe is very contradictory. And it's it's kind of like when, you know, like uh, like Cody the other week, right, when he's like, mm-hmm. you're just pointing out stuff from the Old Testament, which Jesus quoted quite frequently, right? So Jesus had ties to that, right? Old Testament, man. So this doesn't count. And the thing is, is like, if you feel that, you know, like towards homosexuals, for instance, most of them, like if you go and talk to them, if you ask the right questions, you'll trap them every time. For instance, one of my friends came from the military and he was, he's Christian and he's Republican. And I was like, so do you feel that you discriminate against homosexuals? And he was like, no, not at all. I don't care about that. That's fine. I'm like, okay. Um, have you ever read Leviticus chapter 20? He's like, no. And I'm like, it says that you should put to death all homosexuals. So why haven't you been killing gays? And he was like, dude, you're just trying to, like, trick me or something. <laughs> like, hey, dude. Trick because me. at that point, what do they say? I pick and choose. Like, that's a good thing. And, you know, that's the thing I hate about this is for this particular, and we're, we're off yeah. subject on the homeschooling thing. I'll get back to that in a second. They but for not, that particular one. We're not one, on a subject. Keep going. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't you're, doing, you're going great. Just, I don't, just go. Just go, dude. I don't like the idea. Like, like Westboro, honestly, Eric and I have talked about this before, but they read the Bible and they believed it, and then they followed it. That's what Westboro Baptist Church is. Oh, yeah. It's them being Christian, and yeah. I'm not kidding. They're just kidding. taking it literal. They're literally they're taking it as they should be put to death. That's an abomination. God doesn't like fags. You think that's exactly what they're, that's what's in the Bible. You think none of them ever eat, like, shrimp or anything? I don't know, and I don't care. Maybe not, <laughs> I, though. I do, to be honest because with if you, they take it literally, then they need to take that literally. Well, the thing about the shrimp part, though, is that Jesus came back eventually and said it doesn't matter what goes into your body, what comes out of your body. In other words, what your your words are, that's what you're truly marked by, oh. and that's what makes you dirty. Thank God. I thought he meant the other thing. No. But uh, the, other thing, the, the other thing that I hate, though, is when they say I pick and choose, I start quoting Bible verses. <laughs> I'm like, uh, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word of the mouth of God. Is this not the word of God, this Bible that you have? You have to live by every word. So why aren't you killing gays again? And we need to start that And movement. that's my point is, if you want to be Christian, that's fine. 
But be Christian. Don't be this fucking tool that lives in society and thinks that it's okay to pick and choose. Well, it's it's just like the um, the people that are part of Islam now that are trying to distance themselves from the radicals. And they're like, well, that's not Islam. It's like, actually, it is. Read your fucking book. It is that violent. Mm-hmm. If you think otherwise, you're a fucking fool. But that's what people do. They they find any way to justify what they believe because it's the cornerstone of who they are. And if that somehow disappears, they don't know what the fuck to do because they're afraid to be alone. That's essentially what it comes down to. You have an identity crisis. With they're, they're terrified to be alone. But... You know, I, like I said, I don't, I don't care. I just want you to like acknowledge that because at that point, I think most people would be like, they would have to rethink themselves, right? If you, if you make them know, like, I don't, you, if you want to be Christian, you think that's good morals, fine, but you're discriminating, and if you don't think so, you misunderstand the definition of the word discriminating, right? So anyway, to the homeschooling part though, what I don't like about homeschooling is I've never seen a homeschooled person come out and be extremely well adapted socially and be really good in school enough to get higher educated. Like they're, they're not prepped for college very well. And typically it's because like you have a parent who's really good with math, but they can't write very well. Right. So there's a part to that. was like, well, great. You can get them through the science portion or the math portion, but they can't fucking write an essay and they can't pass English. Well, and they can't coordinate thoughts. I mean, yeah, they're probably not the best teacher, but, when you if you do homeschooling the way it's supposed to be done like you do get books and then then they have like the books for the parents so they can go through and mm-hmm. they can teach the curriculum you can too. but the problem with the religious part is when oh, you get that, a, yes. when you get a fucking science book you you consider it liberal garbage well i'm pretty sure that there's a lot of homeschooling uh companies that pander yeah. to oh, the christians shit, yeah. and probably put in there and this is i think things. this is my main problem with this my main problem with this is you can literally buy products that are slanted that tell you lies and you buy it. Oh yeah. And that's the thing that I think it's, that's it's what you do every time you turn on the TV and you choose your news preference. Yeah. Liberal or conservative. You're purposely buying into something that makes you validate your point of view. Basically. That, I think regardless that's, of if it's wrong or not. That's my, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> my problem. Factual. I think that's my problem with homeschooling at the moment is just, is that the quality of the education can't be where it, there's no regulation for that. Like how do you regulate the grades how do you re- like there's no monitoring of that there's no pay grade scale there's no threats to teachers there's no accountability it's the parent and the child and you're it's, it's completely fine socially to do that like no one's ever going to be like why the fuck are you homeschooling someone and there might be some people out there that are not religious that homeschool their kids simply because they think that the public education system is garbage Bad. and it is you know how you get out of that though this like if you're in public school too which by the way if you are why the fuck are you listening to us but secondly uh, huh? dude, we're we're an adult audience. Come on, keep yeah. the kids out of this show. No, they need to listen. No, to they this. need they need this stuff. Uh, this is great knowledge we're bestowing. If you're in school them. though, and you're not in AP classes, get the fucking AP classes. AP being advanced placement. Oh, so yeah. there's in any state, there's always some sort of education. AP. Like I that. thought that stood for Angry Pirate. No, oh, but someone's bad. been watching Archer. So, uh, you don't you don't know what I'm no, I know what Archer is. I haven't seen that though. God damn it, dude! It's funny. It's mm. one of the only shows around that I actually laugh out loud to. Meh. So way to go, Archer. Meh. I'm gonna put my dick in your wife later. Anyway, what? so um, that's right. That's right. I said it. Well, okay. I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. 
Uh, I don't really particularly like it. Here's my problem with with most people that are religious like that. Oh too, my god, they're always quick. Oh, dude, did you see? I, I think it was, I think it was. Uh, it was either Eric or it was an old teacher of mine. But it was the uh, there's a radio host that basically called atheists out and said that we all truly believe in Satan. I do. Oh, you're talking about Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do. It. I worship him. Oh man, more. I do it on Sundays too. Just to be on, like, well, he, he didn't yeah. necessarily say that. What he said was that um, Satan is real. Atheists are Satanists, mm-hmm. at least the higher ups. Yeah, he said the higher up atheists. Apparently, we have a hierarchy in atheism. Yeah, we have like a who, who fucking knew the Grand I, Wizard I of atheism. Know. On the post, it was like, does he mean like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, or is he talking about physicists? Like, who the fuck is like? None of us know who the fuck these people are. Carl Sagan, and then uh, Wh- whom is dead? <laughs> he he was our Grand Wizard. I don't know who took over for him. I I can't remember what his last little rant was, but it was like Satan is real, or and I don't know if he said I can prove it or what exactly he said, but it was something ridiculous. I can prove it. I can prove it with negative connotations that that be proved. Trust me, motherfucker. He is so crazy. You know, uh, we just I brought the you know the Oklahoma tornado second deal. He oh shit, sorry about that, Eric. I just kicked Eric in the face with his mic. So anyway. He brought up a thing about Obama caused the uh, tornadoes because our government has uh, weather machines that can create that. So that's his conspiracy this last week that he was propagating. Hmm. See how I worked in that in? Title from the week four. Propagating. Because we're propagating. It's true. We're making shit up right now. But I know I, I read that and I was like, wow, dude, that doesn't seem crazy at all. And then, you know, when the Boston bombings happened, of course, that was a false flag operation. And then when the Newtown shootings happened, that was a false flag. I noticed that nothing ever occurs that the government really doesn't just do from him. Everything that happens, the government created. Yeah. Because they're going to take us over. Dude, go, go, yeah, listen, they wanna, they go listen to like KLIF someday. New World Order, dude. They're taking AM radio. Holy shit. Gonna piss in the it is so camps. annoying. You want to go get a brain aneurysm? That's the way to do it. If you ever want to die, go listen to KLIF and just listen to the radio host. Oh, the right-wing shit around Fucking here? Fucking retarded shit comes out of their mouth all the oh, time. Oh, I bet. I used to enjoy, I'd pull up at work sometimes and listen to Alex Jones a little bit, because he's from Texas here, so that, I mean, everybody knows Texas has so much quality. <laughs> Talking about our education system. Yeah. Anyway, though, he's down in Austin, which is funny to me since that's like the liberal Super hippie Texas. town, yeah. Yeah, and that's where he is, and he's one of these just, he says he's libertarian, but I think he's just an extreme right-wing radical, but he's fucking hilarious, Everyone dude. is libertarian when it comes to themselves. Yes. I should be able to do it because I'm a good person, and I can do what I want. What? Gays want to get married? Oh, no, no, no. I don't approve of that. That's not right. I, I, you guys have heard about the IRS shit, right? Yeah, I don't think that's as big a thing as they're making it. Oh, well, they're making it a big thing because it's popular for the Republicans mm-hmm. and it will get all the morons who really don't understand what they were doing and what was going on to be like, the fucking government's against this motherfucker. They don't want to have freedom. Boo, boo. Um, Sounds like my dad. <laughs> 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 That's usually what I hear whenever I hear one of those guys. It's like America, little, little freedom. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> they. By the way, they do such a good job so of making themselves about America. They 
all the vets yeah. and shit. They yeah, targeted. Uh, apparently, they targeted uh, Tea Party groups uh, that were trying to get tax exempt status, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a harsher magnifying glass on them, and there was more scrutiny. And they were doing investigations to make sure that they were actually legitimate tax exempt groups. Um, there's a reason why they were doing that because the Tea Party movement like exploded, was really huge, and usually when something like that happens, what do a lot of scam artists do jump on the fucking bandwagon they try whatever they possibly can to try and scrape as much money as they can out of a popular thing so you have to make sure that a lot of these organizations are legit organizations that are not just funneling money into it to try and get taxes and status so they don't have to pay taxes it's a legit reason why they targeted them because they were having an influx, a massive amount of these organizations that were asking for taxes and status. And then you had other ones that were changing their names and doing all kinds of crazy shit. So I don't blame them at all. Not one bit, especially when most of those were funneled by rich fucking white dudes who are marvels at fucking making money out of nothing. Well, I think the big thing was, I mean, even... Like you said, using the Tea Party or anything involved in that. I mean, it's based out of the whole concept of, you know, government's too big. They they waste too much of our tax dollars. We shouldn't be paying all these taxes in the first place. So it makes sense to me. It's like, okay, a group that bases their entire existence upon, you know, basically absolving people from paying taxes or we're not yeah. going to pay taxes or how can we get out of, you know, paying these taxes. Yeah, I think those it's, would probably... It's pretty close to having your car filled with smoke and then you got a giant marijuana... Uh, sticker on the back of your car mm-hmm. you're gonna get pulled over <laughs> i mean that's that, called reasonable suspicion derp yeah and that's all it was <laughs> i mean that's what they're supposed exactly. to be doing and they said that they i think there's like i don't know over two thousand groups that submitted. and not only that but a lot of these groups that were targeted they got their tax exempt status anyway almost all of them did there's only so what a few the fuck is the it. problem oh no it's a big stink just like the fucking uh people that got killed over in uh where the hell was it I don't know. Benghazi. Okay. Asshole. I just not helped me out at all. <laughs> Sorry, but, man. I'm not. I mean, we had how many people that died at U.S. embassies while Bush was in power, and we heard jack shit about um, them ever. He's a white guy. And now we have four black people president. that died, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he let it happen, and he knew everything about it, and blah, 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 and they lied to us, this, that, and the other. Yeah, but that was different because, you See, know, the problem that, that we, and this is something that Bush was in charge. Another thing people need to hear white. me say is most of the time, most people would arrive at the same conclusion given the same information, and everyone is given different information, which, by the way, is called asymmetric information, and it is used against you on a daily basis by media, by companies selling you products, basically everybody. Well, that's like that IRS thing I brought up. It was diff- under Bush. They, um, I know that they made it harder for, like, um, they harassed the and. Double ACP, and then a couple liberal groups and stuff like a liberal church out in California, and a couple other groups that they went after a little bit. So it wasn't any different. I mean, this should happen on both sides. Now I see where the stink is about it. If the con- like Congress in general, instead of trying to turn it into a political football and say, "Oh, this all happened under Obama's watch," you know, it's Obama's in charge. Well, first of all, the employee, the people who are in charge of the IRS at that point, they were all um, appointees of Bush. So I mean. That's one thing right off the bat. It's not like Obama put those people in there. 
And they're then, doing their jobs is what they're doing. And secondly, I mean, it's essentially. like, and if people were being a little, I mean, I guess if you have some people in there that are kind of rogue and maybe, you know, using politics to go after certain groups harder. I mean, yeah, dude, they're that I understand investigating that and cracking some skulls in there and stuff. But, you know, to try and turn it into a political scandal, like he's saying, that's like, the thing. Or something, that's where it like I'm not a fan issue. of the IRS. Don't get me wrong. Nope. I'm not exactly defending them by any means. I just have a problem when people make a big stink out of something simply because it's a political thing and they feel like they can use it to steer power. That to me is, it is propaganda at that point for sure. Same thing with the Benghazi instead just, which by the way is, I mean that's, that's kind of what I mean by asymmetric information. For instance, like that McDonald's thing, right? When yeah. that when that lady that fucking coffee exploded on her. Yeah. But that's not what you hear. On that's not badge. the story that. Yeah, you know, we did, we didn't hear about how severe. No, you stuff. didn't hear about the explosion. That's no. kind of a key detail. But that's what I'm saying. Like most of it the time, just, it, it, it like the way they painted the picture was that she spilt it on herself and then yeah. sued them. And this is my here's my main problem with with people in general. And basically, I I hate to say it, but not really because I actually love to say it. Religious people when they read something. It's like they instantly just absorb it as truth. Unless it comes from a source. Unless that they it comes from a source with. that they don't. But anytime that I read anything, I fucking find three or four sources just like it and question the fuck out of it. Just so I know that when I speak, especially on this show, I've come prepared with information. Huh. What? <laughs> fuck you, dude. Really? Is that so? You source it three times before you come here. I do. I do, in fact. That's what I did in college. That's what I did with any scientific report I ever did. Can we mark when this? You, when you go through... Biggest lie ever told on the show. <laughs> <laughs> when you go through college and you're in the science department, for instance... No, no Boggs did go to college and he did see a lot of uh, Oh, he did go to college. Stuff like that. I did yeah. see a lot of... Yeah. By the way, I really do miss going to college for that very reason. I had access... No, dude. I had access, access to things. Mm. I had, the, I had access to the, the library and I will oh, tell yes. you, man, you want to fucking read some stu- some studies about some stuff that's going on in science? Holy shit. There's so much stuff there. Hell yeah. I remember there was, like there's so many studies, man. We had a study about uh, linking homosexuality to the hypothalamus in your brain. They'd shave your brain cells down to like really thin pieces and they'd compare your brain sizes. Yep. And we that there's, the there's a heavy correlation. Show. Yeah. There's a heavy correlation with that. There are studies on there about evolution in human beings in Africa because they chew on a lot of starchy foods. They have enzymes in their saliva that no one else on the planet has. They're the only ones, and it's very, very good at digesting starch. So they can break down the starches. Which is yep. a prime, is the primary uh, source of their diet, right? There's so many fucking good studies on there. There's social studies that I found on there. So... Fuck you, universities, for taking away my access to your goddamn libraries. <laughs> That's God what we get. You can find some of Science that information. Journals. It's just a, you have to dig a little bit deeper on you the interwebs. Or buy it. You have to buy the, the journals, like all the science journals. Yeah. That's why we don't get any info which, out of you. Which pisses me the fuck off. This is the other thing I was going to say about the homeschooling thing. They have to be able to fund their research somehow. They can't be all grants. My problem with the homeschooling thing, by the way, this is all to tie it back in, is... Any of those facts that you would find, they're not taught. Like, the Earth is 6,000 years old. That's like a primary fact that they'll throw. And that's fact. If you're in the homeschool thing, that's, that's how it is. The Earth can't possibly be millions of years old. To which, you can't, like, the child has never been shown the information. Wait, 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 wait. So a galaxy forms, it's a big cloud of dust. That's why. gravity pulls a bunch of planets together. How the fuck was the Earth put together that short of time? 
Was gravity that strong for that long with dust? That's why I think it's a form of child abuse. You are hindering their intelligence. You just are not... And actually, it's detrimental mm. to society itself because then those people grow up and breed other kids to think the same way, and we just have this perpetual problem mm -hmm. that we've been having for thousands of years because our ancient ancestors were terrified of the things around them and needed to understand why things were happening to them. Now, I will say a really, really good solution to this is to fucking... Stop cutting funding to education. Please. It won't. Stop. How are we going to stop the terrorists? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pass that, dude. Fucking cut corporate welfare. How, Just how cut are it. we going to keep all the people in Gitmo? But see, you can't cut. You can't cut corporate welfare because then you can't get reelected. There's a story. Or elected to begin with. This is the problem. That's one of the main problems in this country is every fucking time there has to, cuts have to be made. The first thing. Every goddamn time, the first thing they do is go after education. I saw uh, an article this week where um, in Chicago, they voted their school board to close down 49 schools. Most of, them most of them elementary schools and stuff to consolidate ones they already have up and stuff just to, to go ahead. Because, I mean, the, the, it's like I said, they, they cut the funding back so, so much, you know. And they have so many schools that are in disrepair. And they have, you know, half-assed teachers and stuff because they won't keep on the good ones and stuff i mean they keep just getting rid of people and so that 49 fucking schools dude just in the chicago land area see that's not acceptable that, it's not that, acceptable is that amazing i saw that it's like holy here's shit. a shit the problem with that thought too is when you start cutting funding like that especially when you close down schools think about this every time a civilization like, everybody always says, like, you need to go read The Fall of Rome and all that stuff because every time somebody loses their morals, their moral code, you know, that's when shit breaks down because your morals are so bad. Not at all. Mine are. No. What happens, honestly, if you're, if you're not being educated enough and you can't problem solve and you can't think for yourself and you can't think, how the fuck are you thinking at work? How the fuck are you thinking in the military? Seriously, how can you be a strategic, like a strategic Hold general? Hold up, dude. I was in the military. Let me tell you something. <laughs> There's not a lot of thinking going on in that. There's a lot of drinking, a lot of screwing around. There's not a lot of thinking. Wonderful. But my point is, is like when you when you see cuts in R and D and education, that's the fall of it. Yeah, that's first things cut, man. Oh, did you see that fucking bridge that collapsed in Washington? No. Too bad we don't have Kirk on. Oh, ask him. Say, hey, dude, yeah, did that's you right. see that? It's a bridge to Canada, right? It's a, or is it one of the main bridges that leads you to Canada? I, I know it's north of Seattle, but they said that. I didn't really get the gist of it, but, I mean, it's like a major fairway, right? So this bridge, like, they have designations. You know, like, we have so many thousands of bridges across the country that are, like, deficient. And this one was called, they, they had this one listed as functionally obsolete. That's what it was considered. Wonderful. I know. So you could drive over it, but it was not working as a bridge. I, I, <laughs> it doesn't meet bridge standards what the these hell days. Does that but mean? hey, it works, but it's not really what we consider a functioning bridge. It's uh, it's obsolete. But I mean, that goddamn thing, it's like, that's one of the big things that the Democrats always push and stuff. And now with the budget cuts, they've been... You know, of course, it's been fights and fights and fights. We, no, no, we got to cut. We got to cut. We can't put more into it. And, you know, the best way to promote jobs, it's like look at during Eisenhower. That's when we laid the highway system and all these bridges and stuff. So most of them were put up like the roads and the bridges that we have across the country now were built in around the 50s. 
I mean, all these fucking things are 50, 60 years old, and they only had about a, most of them had around a 50-year lifespan. So they're all over now, 10, 15, 20 years. They're over their original lifespans. I mean, that helped create the big boom that we had at that time frame. I mean, it's like invest the money in, I mean, hopefully, not to say like more of these incidents will happen, but hopefully something like that happens and it'll start pushing these fucking people in Congress to say, okay, we, we're going to have to start putting some money in infrastructure. I mean, you got goddamn one bridge collapse, and they've been talking about this shit for the last couple of years about how many deficient bridges. And we've had a couple others. I know there's one in Minnesota like yeah. a couple of years ago, a big, another bigger bridge. And then there's been a couple small ones that have had, you know, like pieces break off of them and shit. And then we had this one where like a huge section of it crashed, and luckily no one died. I think they had a couple of injuries, and that was it. I mean, just this is like America. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? I thought we were supposed to be so great. It's like, it's like, you know, the our ch- infrastructure ch- is fucking god awful. Oh my god, it it's really gonna be is. like Eastern Europe over here pretty soon if they yes. don't start fixing some shit. I mean, it's like, fuck education. You know, that's, that's one of the things that people don't understand about us either. Is like, okay, like, um, this is this is a really sad fact too. So the housing bubble crashes, right? What was our solution? Bail out the banks. Bail out the banks. With worst decision ever. It wasn't. It wasn't the stimulus package. It wasn't. We need to inject that. The money getting injected. That's a fine decision. That'll do it. So you want to know what happened? You want to know why it didn't work? Because they handed it to banks. Why did they hand it to banks? They felt at the time, if we hand it to banks, they'll have enough in reserves to loan they'll out money give again. They'll get loans, but they didn't. And the bank said, "Fuck that. This is way too risky of a market. I need to look out for number one." So what do they do with the money? They vaulted it. And they said, we have to hold on to this in case we go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So did they loan money out? No, they well, didn't fucking loan money out. Here's the other thing that's a little bit more uh, sinister about it is that they had a commission where they brought the heads of these banks in to the White House and they forced them to take the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't like, the. I mean, there were some banks that were like, we need it, whatever. But there were some banks that said, no, we'll figure out a way. And they're like, no, you're taking this money, whether you want it or not. Yep. And that shows clear as day what exactly they care about. And that is not the American people. <laughs> well, the other options that you could have, just to, just name a couple. And I know that Republicans don't like this option, but fuck them. Why don't you stop going through banks? And start your own governmentally run companies for a while that you hand over. You know, like an infrastructure company. Or start funding those companies that do it. Because our power lines waste 90% of the energy in the line. Go fix that. Go pay companies to do that. Go pay private companies to do that. Well, even still, we can, we can help ourselves and fix a lot of problems if the government was in control of our money. Period. Are you talking about the supply of money? Well, if the government was in control of our money, if it was or was not was, if it was, it could help or could not help. Could. Aren't they, though? No, no. Federal Reserve is. The Federal Reserve is. Oh, you're talking about instead of instead of the uh, the Fed. Yeah. However, I mean, our (laughs) government does have I mean, I know it'd be borrowed money, but they do have the opportunity to to borrow the money to put money into whatever structure. It's not the, the thing is, though, they made the right call. In terms of we need to inject money into the system, but they fucked up. How they, they handed did it. it to the complete wrong people. No, but you're but you're talking about the bank bailout. Now they did the stimulus package, and that could have went toward infrastructure. I know 
at the time the Democrats Didn't they just hand people checks though? No, at the time the Democrats what they want to do, I mean, I I can't remember the exact total, it was around eight hundred billion dollars. And they wanted a large majority of that to go towards infrastructure. But to, in order to get it passed, they had to cut almost all the infrastructure back and almost over half of that um that the package ended up being tax cuts. I mean, which went to more middle class people and stuff like us, but I mean, it still went to taxes because that's what the Republicans wanted. And in order to get a handful of Republican votes in order to pass the stimulus, they basically had to take out infrastructure spending because it was spending and make it tax cuts. Tax cuts do not stimulate the economy. I mean, and they've shown that over and over and over again. Small tax cuts do not. I mean, look at Bush. That's what he did. He cut the fuck out of taxes. They didn't put any money into investment. And what happened? Less than a million jobs are created while that fucktard was president and ran up the hugest debts we've ever had. So, I mean, I know people say, oh, 9-11 happened and blah, 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 this and that. And we had to fucking fight the war on terror. And, I mean, there's all kinds of excuses. Yeah, but that's when just you go not to war, fact. you tax more, though. Yeah, but, the, the same but we did that, tax more. The same people that say that also don't defend Obama whenever he got into office two days after we had the biggest loss in American economy history. What do they say though? You got gas prices raised up a dollar. They don't. They blame Obama. Yeah. It's like you understand that it was like three days before he took office, and we lost five trillion dollars. <laughs> the the month it's he like, was handed a giant shit pile, and they're like, "Here you go, have fun." Yeah, it's like the unemployment. No you know why is it unemployment? And then it's like Obama sucks. Lower. It's like fucking taking our freedoms and blah blah. Yeah, it's like hey. Dumbasses! The month he took office, we lost over seven hundred thousand jobs. It's not like I mean, it takes a bit of time to recover. It's like the debt they keep trying to say, "Look at the national debt; it's sixteen trillion dollars now under him." It's like that's because when he hey, dude, came in, dude, it's okay though because he got his second chance. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the whole point though about scandal, that is, scandal time. It's Bill Clinton, you know, Bill Clinton again right now. We've talked about this too. Is like. Stop handing money to rich people and people who vault money because it doesn't do anything. Nope. You need it in the system for it to do anything for the system. That's why tax cuts for the poor are the best idea ever because they spend like nobody's you business. You know what, though? But then it's not fair because <laughs> then those people are treated differently than the rich people. You know, and the rich people be. want to be treated equally. But Hell no. And see, this is my problem with this is like people always say we're, always, we're all equal. No, we're not. No, we're if we not. Were, if we were equal... We wouldn't have poor people in this country. If we were equal, it would be literally, by definition, socialism. Yeah. So if we're not going to be equal, maybe we should treat them differently. And frankly, maybe we should just, on a general level, treat people better than we are right now. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. It's fucking silly. I know it's not going to happen. That's silly talk, dude. Why would, why would we do that? This is a Christian nation. <laughs> why would we treat people good <laughs> with respect and try and help them out? That's the silliest shit you've ever said. See, this is the other thing that I hate about that exact philosophy in right wing is like you you spend so much time in church talking about how good you are and how giving you are and how great God was and how giving he was and how giving Christ was and how he said, give with all of your heart and your mind and your soul and love your God and blah, blah, blah. And then you get out into the street, you cut someone off in traffic, you don't help the poor, you hate welfare, you don't contribute to charity, you hoard as much as you can, and you think that's living. Well, and it's very... They're they're very particular and selective on who they feel sorry for, who they feel charitable towards. Yeah, you can't Um, be black. Yeah, you definitely can't be black. You're fucked if you're black. I mean, Hurricane Katrina, that's all we have to say. Game over. 
Dude, um, Hurricane Katrina, dude, it, it just showed you how much black people would just love to loot. I'll that's, put it this way. So <laughs> I heard that a lot. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Uh, when it was, it was sometime this past week where they had one of the most violent uh, times in Afghanistan history recently as far as uh, suicide bombings and stuff like that, correct? Was it Afghanistan or Iraq? That it might, it might I think have been it was Iraq. Iraq. They had a, I know they had a couple of bombs going on. Like they had like 50 yeah, some people. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of bombs going uh, off and ridiculous. tons of people dying. Okay, so when I interact with people, I hear nothing about sympathy for those victims and the people that died over there. Not a damn thing. Hey, man. I mean, we brought them a democracy. They're just animals. They just don't know how to handle it. I, I'm just saying, like, I thought as human far beings as are animals. not uh. not necessarily what I hear on the radio or anything like that, but just my interaction with people. But after the her, uh, the tornadoes went through Oklahoma, every fucking person I talk to is talking about it, and oh, those poor people, this, that, and the other, and it's like. You fucking self-absorbed assholes. Like, really, like, these people have to worry day and night whether or not there's going to be a fucking suicide bomb next time they go to the market. And then you've got these people that know a fucking tornado is coming (laughs) and decide to live there anyway. I'm not saying that I don't feel sorry for those people either. I do. That sucks. A lot of people lost their homes. Uh, Even somebody in my company lost his home. Um and it's a horrible thing. But, I mean, let, let's really put it in perspective. I mean, there's a lot of people that suffer on a daily basis throughout the world. And somehow, we're only concerned about what's in our four walls. It's really, really self-centered. And I, I think it's a terrible mindset. We, we're, we're so stuck in this idea of, you know, our country. And that's really all we need to worry about. And then we wonder why people hate us. And want to kill us. It's because of our freedom. And No, no. They're not jealous at all. They hate the fact that we have these freedoms and well, we don't do shit with it. As I say, that's what George Bush told me. They hate us because of our freedoms. And I believe him. Why would he lie? And I don't understand why we can't get into this mentality that we need to take care of everybody. Everybody. Not just the people that are in the United States, but Everybody. Make them trade partners. It, That's what I would say. What? But we don't. Instead, we go over to their countries. We try and take away their natural resources. We mm-hmm. try and put their people in sweatshops or into slavery. Fuck yeah. I need and my we shirts say, fuck cheaper. them. It's good for us. Because now we can sell shirts for $12 a pop. And it's even better when you consider that um, the right wing is like the most patriotic thing ever. And you hate America and blah, blah. No, I love this country, dude. I love living here. It's great. For a lot of different reasons. Oh, hell yeah. If I First lived off, in another country, I'd more than likely already be lynched. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. That's <laughs> a, like This show is an example of that. Um, <laughs> but even still, the, the irony is like that is the same fucking group of people that are like completely against the government, want to overthrow the government. One of my family members came over at one point. And was his, uh, he's my dad's cousin. And he was like talking about the militia in Brown County or whatever. He's like, we can't take four more years of Obama. We're going to go up to Washington, and they're going to know what guns are like. And I was like, really? You're going to go and fucking kill people over that? They better watch out. The IRS will make sure they don't get their tax-exempt status. No shit. <laughs> you know, Eric brought up a good point, though, about we're so self-centered. I mean, if it doesn't happen in America, we don't care. It's like, um, and we, of course, we talk about corporate greed. I mean, we, we get the news. We receive it, but nobody really 
cares? Uh, do you think most people pay attention? To the news the, the only thing that they really pay attention to is if soldiers die. Yeah. Because on that point, I don't know if you guys heard about that, like that sweatshop over in Bangladesh that like collapsed and killed all those people. Yep, they, I did hear about that. I saw a thing this week where they're talking about a lot of the major companies that do business over there, like Walmart. And how responsible are and, they? Well, and they're, they're saying that it only costs for, to retrofit most of these buildings that these workers work in, probably about 500, I think, million dollars or something. Or some shit, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a huge number. And then they showed how much profit that these companies made. And if they were to put that money into it, like the percentage of their profit would be. And with like Walmart, you know, it'd be like 0.02% of the profits they made last year. And like all these companies, like none of them, it wouldn't even hit like 1% on like the bi- the biggest offenders. And it's so ridiculous. You're like, Jesus Christ, dude, if they just put that money and then like you have these buildings like this that collapse because they're just so structurally deficient. Mm-hmm. You know, if they cared about their people at all, I mean, they already pay them slave, you know, wages and overwork the shit out of them. They get no benefits. It's like, Jesus Christ, at least give them a, you know, decent working environment. Well, I think that's <laughs> something difficult. that people need to realize really quick is that as far as our executive level, they don't give a shit no, about care. anybody they don't anything. care about anything except the stockholders and their salary. Except for yep. their share. That's it. It's a wonderful thing. That's what we've been raised to think, though. And that's that's just the way that Americans are, man. The way that we've it's raised disgusting. our people to think is... And it's, it's, it's not said like that, though. It's said like this. It said, uh, like, the American dream is, like, your perseverance and your individualism and... You're the one who basically conquers the world and, you know, gets out there and makes your wage and your salary and makes your household awesome. And you take care of your things and your neighbors take care of their things and you guys just wave at each other. And everything's great because you are an individual. It's very individualistic. And I think that's the issue. And it's not that you shouldn't be considered an individual or appreciated as such. But the problem with that thought is look where it leads to. Mm -hmm. Arrogance. Everything is about you. Arrogance and a lack of empathy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when we go back to that thing we talked about a couple weeks or so ago, you know, about the whole education, like where we rank. And, yeah, it's like 37th or something. By the way, though, I do have... But number one in confidence, that's arrogance. I do have something to add to that, though. The problem with that stat is it's a little bit skewed because Asian countries don't teach people they feel are stupid, and we do. So there's numbers that they have. I'm serious. The, the numbers that they have are literally looking at the top of the crop and, yeah. and cutting it there. Yeah. As opposed to here where we say, no, this is our entire demographic of children that are in school. So, I mean, yeah, we might rank in 26th, but I don't know that that necessarily makes us more inclined to be stupid. It's just that we actually teach everyone. And that's, you know, that's that whole no child left behind thing. That I don't know, man. We've, we've <coughs> actually done that for a long time. I, I, st- I still, even if you took our top whatever you want to go with 25% or something, I still doubt that we're going to rank in the top 10. No, no, we won't. <laughs> the reason why is because none of... There's no like, critical there's not, thinking in this country. It's not encouraged. No, it's not encouraged. It's not encouraged to go and be a scientific mind, really. It's not. It's not like... And that's the... I don't think people really grasp how much religion is held back, just literally America, in terms of, you know, uh, like the amount of engineers we put out. 
And by engin- uh, on that note, even past the amount of engineers, the amount of good engineers that we put out, <laughs> <Yeah>. the amount <laughs> of scientific minds that Half come from America. motherfuckers that can put up sheet wall. <laughs> I, I consistently post on Facebook, like, I fucking love science posts and stuff. Yeah. Go back and just look at how many Americans are on those lists. Not a lot. There's not very many. Is I mean, that's... Yeah. Is that true, Pogs? We are yes. a very self-centered culture. Um, every time... have you? I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it, the little coiled rattlesnake, and it's Don't Tread on Me. Mm-hmm. I want to make a shitload of bumper stickers that are the same thing, but it says Don't Tread on Others. And every time I see one of those bumper stickers, I want to put it on there. Just put it right over <laughs> and see how long you know those people take before they're like, what the fuck? Nah. Um... Because that's more my philosophy. Don't tread on others. Isn't that ironic, though? Because you're treading on someone by putting that bumper sticker in a place where they would not want you to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is ironical. It's it's (laughs) pretty much hypocritical of you. Not really, because it's not like like I'm taking away their freedoms. I'm just overlapping their bumper sticker. Wah. Yeah, fuck them. Like, go cry. I mean, really, dude. Fucking bumper stickers are stupid. But seriously, that's my... That that's the kind of philosophy I believe that most people need to adopt and we need to really grab a hold of is don't tread on others. Well, as an atheist, mine is uh worship Satan. <laughs> that's my philosophy. As per Alec Jones. Somebody's yeah. gonna take that out of context and blast us for worshiping Satan. That'll end up on the opening <laughs> next week. Alex Jones will be like, These guys believe in Satan. Listen, they're even saying it on their show. God. Is that Bill Cosby? It might have been Bill Cosby. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody have anything else before we wrap this motherfucker up? I don't know. Do you want to end on the dick of the week? I suppose we can. Why not? We'll do it out of order this week. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, the dick of the week. April Fool's. I don't have one. No, no. I got one. This will be a good one because... Some of the shit we've been talking about. Since we've been on pretty much every fucking subject, I think. You kids like this. Not every subject. Get ready for it to happen again. We didn't next talk about week. sex really. No, we did not. Oh, we get to have a sex episode. We should have another sex episode. Yeah, because we really didn't have one before. I mean, we did a little it doesn't matter, fuck it. Let me do this real fast. We can get this over <laughs> with. <laughs> we get this abortion over with. Okay, so this week I have selected <coughs> Representative Stephen Fisher from Tennessee. He's a very, very kind man. He said that... um, To get dick of the week, he must be. He said that um, basically people on food stamps are stealing other people's money. And um, he quoted the Bible and he said that saying that, um, according to the Bible, it says that uh, the one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. Yes, that's right. The good thing about old Stephen Fincher, though, however, is um, he's a farmer. Owns a nice big farm, little factory farm he owns. Uh, he's collected over $3.48 million of federal money from 1999 to 2012 <laughs> as in farm <laughs> subsidies. And uh, last year alone, he received a government check for a $70,000. It's a direct payment that they give some of these larger farmers, regardless whether they need it or not. Um, and usually these go to the more profitable farmers. Uh, just to put that in perspective of how, you know, the poor people are fucking us over and stealing our money and he's not. That Just that $70,000 check alone he received. Um, yeah, it's uh, the food stamp 
annual subsidy for um, a Tennessean is $1,500. And the $70,000 is more than double the median household income. And that's what he received in just one lump sum. And he's collected, like I said, over $3.4 million nice. in subsidies. But he's not living off the government dollar taken from it's these motherfuckers taking these food stamps that $1,500 a year. shit, assholes. He's a fucking cocksucker. The fuck is wrong with them? Uh, so, God Stephen damn. Fincher. I love that. I love when they quote the Bible and then they take subsidies. Um, Which, by the way, they have to take subsidies in that market for well, obvious reasons. But Hey, dude, like you said. I know that. But that's fucking awesome. I know you know this song probably. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I don't know who the artist is and I don't really give a shit to know. But there's a country song that is very, very Republican. Um, and it even says like things like uh, we this country needs to be run the way it used to be, the way it's always been, the way it's always done or something like that. But there's one line where he says, uh, we don't take a dime unless we've earned it. And he's talking about like farmers and shit like that. So I've always thought that there needs to be like a disclaimer right after that that says, we don't take a dime if we ain't earned it unless it's government and subsidized. <laughs> That's always the way it is, man. Other people getting government assistance, they're fucking takers. They are stealing money from other people like me. But then when he gets a subsidy, it's like, hey, man, it's just, it's, I'm supposed to get this money. This which is my is, money. Which is just the it's best. Exact same just the fucking, fucking thing. It's, it's great when they say, and that's why I like, you know, most of the time when, when they, when they say things like we don't want the government in our lives, they specifically are talking about themselves. Yeah. We they're not talking about you. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not talking about me. Mm-hmm. Most of them want this show to be like governmentally regulated and banned. <laughs> Probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say. They don't want you to have free the, speech. All the lies they want you to have spilling. free speech provided that you agree with them. I'm going to say Tennessee is uh, not a place I want to live because that also had that motherfucker who wanted to. Um, Make the I don't know if it's food stamps or just assistance overall, where the parents wouldn't get it if the kids failed. He, that he came I've from Tennessee uh, too. I've been to Tennessee. I I wouldn't recommend living there either. Oh, I my grandparents used to live there. It's not that great. I mean, there there are some beautiful places. They got some nice rolling hills and stuff like that, but for the most part, it's and plus. Oh, by the way, on the note, music sucks. No on the note of. Uh, uh, things like you know your your kids have to pass classes to receive welfare or whatever. How about drug testing? You like that? Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. that you passed can't get in on Texas. welfare unless you uh, get drug tested. Yeah, that was a that was a Florida thing. Florida passing in Texas. That's, that's happening here. Oh, I'm sure every Republican that was in the news recently, and they love it. Going to do you it know? Now. Here's the problem that I I see with that. It's not really the drug test part. I don't really care. That's fine. Um, my problem with it is. As soon as they find out that you are taking drugs a lot, what's their plan? Their plan at that point is denying you welfare benefits and sending you out the door. So let's consider that after a person who doesn't make money and is addicted to drugs comes to you for aid and you say no, now you have a desperate drug addict with no funding. What do you think that person is going to do now? Rob somebody. What do you think the start odds are fight. that they're the ones who are like, I have to go and home invade? I think they're going to start a bar fight and then rape somebody in there. <laughs> and then run over their the dog. <laughs> hey, you want to play us out? No. Anyway, I'm not Fuck done. It. I'm Fuck not done with my point no, yet. No, we're all done. Fuck this. Anyway, so, but I thought that was great. I was like, why don't you oh God, test them so for dumb. drugs? And then if they fail the test, 
Send them to rehab free of charge. You know, something. Eh, it sounds like Marxism. Seriously, dude, you're not going to play us out? Uh, I wanted to finish my goddamn story. You, Shit. I'm just asking because you, you said no. No, I haven't finished my story. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished my I'm story, so in fact. Continue, sir. I'm so sorry for this show, listeners. What are you talking uh, about? Uh, the shit and tell that. Okay, I'm doing my story. <laughs> <laughs> and Boggs is done. Yes, victory. I ain't done yet, bitches. I'm playing a song. <sighs> what you got for us this evening? <sighs> I actually don't have a song. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, holy shit, I just played the song that I was going to play. Earlier. Mm. Should I do an entire episode one time in radio voice? Yes. Okay. I'll work on it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, because that seems kind of high schooly. Okay. And that we're like 25. You always want to do drops. That'll be, di- that'll be the Whoa. show we do drops on. All right, everybody. We got bugs on guitar playing us out. This is the Intellectual Saviors. Make sure to go to uh, something. Our Facebook page. <laughs> Check out our Twitter. And make sure to send us booby pics at intelsaviors at gmail.com. Yeah, just leave the ad off of the first part. Yeah, because <laughs> then it won't work. I don't know why I just went from like weird radio voice to raspy radio voice. Yeah, but I'm really confused too, honestly. I'm not <laughs> sure what the fuck I think about that. Did I just have sex? Come on, play some Motley Crue for us. This is actually one of the more popular songs that I had when I was in my band. And it's about a essay that I wrote called How to Tell a True War Story. So if you haven't read that before, go read it. It's from Tim O'Brien. Nobody's read that. Dude, it's really Nobody's good. read it, nor has anybody heard this song. There you go. Enjoy it, folks. <laughs> Do you have a wallet photograph? I think you're beautiful. Well, I promise you that what it's worth to hear your voice has never been so precious. Do you know your company that night? It's all that's kept me up and kept me.
Good night, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you so much for Unless listening to this you nonsense. are some sort of fucking Christian Republican. If you made it, I don't fucking care about you. Sorry. If you made it this fucking far, goddamn, we owe you. <laughs> we'll buy you a bit. How far is it, really? Yeah, come uh, to D- come we're almost. At, yeah, we're right now at an hour and twenty. Yeah, you come to DFW, we're buying you a fucking beer. <laughs> he promised that, not me. Bogs may give you a handy too. Ooh. That's not true at all. The clouds are crying, hypnotized by her eyes. The water's rising, we'll get to higher ground. So take me away with you down to the ocean's wide, wide shore. Or I'll keep waiting for you Broken into shining shards This one's actually called Florida, which is a new song. <laughs> I need to completely I'm doubling it up. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I was like, well, they actually ran into different. each other on my old band. The unfortunate part is I don't remember the second verse because <laughs> it's been seven or eight years. Mm. That's fine. But it was a really great song. It really was. (laughs) All right. Peace out, everybody. Have a great one.